Welcome to the Skillshot Pincast, episode 28. I'm Graham. I'm Kayla. And uh, today with us, we have Dan Halligan. Dan, say hello. Hey. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm excited that we made it to 28. We're no longer part of the 27 Club. That's right. Yeah, we didn't die. We did not die. <laughs> but unfortunately, that means that maybe we'll never be quite as legendary as uh, we once could have yeah, been. Yeah, we're not the Hendrix pod- podcast, right? No, no, no. No Hendrix, no Cobain. We're kind of... Joplin. Yeah, kicking the... Lizard King. <laughs> uh, Amy Winehouse. Who else? Yeah. Anyway. Moving on. So, Dan is uh, involved with the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show, which, of course, is coming up here. Uh, when you're listening to this, um, assuming you're listening to it in the next couple days, it might it might be this weekend? Well, this comes out the Wednesday before the show starts. Yes. Okay. So, you'll so, have two days to get your tickets. Yes. Hopefully, you have them already. Hopefully, you, you won them at a satellite tournament. Uh, but, you know, yeah. hopefully, we'll see you there either way. Uh, so, what year is that? How many... Uh, how many Pinball and arcade shows have we had here? 2008 was the first one, right? Nine. nine. This is the ninth year. This is the ninth year. How long have you been involved with them, Dan? Uh, all nine years. All nine years? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, before we get too far into that and talk about what, what we're going to see, uh, get into a proper preview, let's uh, let's go over your origin story, your pinball origin story. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like when I started collecting? Uh, being interested in them? Yeah, let's, we'll go with being interested. Your, your first pinball experiences when you be, became truly into pinball, and yeah, and how that rolled into collecting and where you are now. Take us from the beginning. Okay. Uh, so when I was a kid in the 80s, I, I was around when arcades were big. Um, so I spent a lot of time with my friends riding our bikes to different arcades, <laughs> 7-Elevens, bowling alleys. Uh, I played a lot of video games and pinball machines probably from the age 12, pretty much on. Um, I remember when the arcades died out. Um, I lived in the U District when... Arnold's was there, and Spaceport, and Wizards of the Coast, and as all those arcades faded. Um, But I went and played games at all of them all the time. Um, Then there was a time, as I became more of an adult, that I went to a party, and someone had an, an arcade room. And they had like three or four arcade games and two pinball machines. And I was like, Jesus Christ, you can own these? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I remember sitting there outside an arcade with my friends, like eating our Slurpees and our fun dip, going, it would be awesome to <laughs> own an arcade game or a pinball machine sometime when we're old. Um, but I never realized that that was something you could do. Mm-hmm. And so I went to this party and I just spent the whole party playing the guy's pinball machines and arcade games. And I was like, fuck, I got to collect these. Things. <laughs> um, and then I had a skater friend who had a party and he had three arcade games in his kitchen. Wow. And I was like, it was just, it was a bunch of skater and snowboard dudes that lived in this house. And I was like, uh, after that, I was like, I've been to two people's houses and they had their own games. I'm like, I got to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it was in the early days of the internet uh i don't even think craigslist was around so it was little nickel was where you had to go to like look for games classifieds yeah the classifieds and i'd wait and i think every other collector at that time like thursday afternoon you'd go and you'd grab it from a 
place like i'd grab it in the u district on the app um look through and see what pinball or arcade games were for sale and start calling people and buying games and so i bought my first game was an arcade game i paid way too much it was like a 300 hundred dollar vigilante um which was just like a fighting game you fought skinheads and you saved madonna wow (laughs) Uh, i've never heard that no that's kind of awesome no it's kind of great (laughs) but it's just the standard like side scrolling fight through everything with two people i mean you're still fighting skinheads too so that's helpful yes (laughs) (laughs) set you up later in life Uh, and then my second game was a uh, Bally X's and O's pinball machine, mm-hmm. which I actually saw one um, at the Reagan Cafe up on oh, Capitol, Capitol Hill, Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, two days ago. I was like, whoa, that was the second pinball machine I owned. <laughs> um, but so I slowly just started collecting them that way. I bought them at garage sales and slowly built a collection. Word. Did you know how to fix them at all? At that no, point? I knew nothing <laughs> about fixing it. So what happened when they broke down then? Uh, they were broken. Um, <laughs> I tried. Um, there started to be more internet forums where people had discussions about it. And um, also Craigslist happened. Then we started forming local uh, pinball and arcade groups. Mm-hmm listservs where people could talk about games help each other out with advice the show started happening i volunteered to help with the show we started doing repair parties there were guys that were like had been electrical engineers had been working on games all their lives or operators and they would mentor people and teach people how to fix things so i i learned electronics i, I knew nothing Word. about electronics that's awesome i learned how to do cap kits on monitors how to rebuild power supplies and pinball machines how to diagnose problems um it was was all not stuff I knew I was going to do when I started collecting. I just wanted to play games. Sure. Well, it like, ties into your whole kind of philosophy on life, really, because I, I met Dan through Punk, and knowing of him through 10 Things Zine that he did for... How many years did you do that? Like six like or seven? 10 years. 10 years, okay. Um, and like he just made zines for 10 years and produced this content of local bands, international bands, and just went on forever and you just did all that yourself you probably didn't never thought you were gonna get into publishing that that no so (laughs) i mean it just kind of is your life philosophy to learn something and go full force into it yeah word it's a good (laughs) philosophy um yeah and so i got involved with the show the first year uh they decided they'd done the show like as a smaller version at a pizza place um, where they do a pinball tournament, and it was really only like 25 games or something. Hmm. And uh, they rented the Seattle Center, and we're going to do a show there. Mm-hmm. And the first poster was just all text, had no graphics. Hmm. And I was like, uh, can I get involved? Can I help you with promotions? <laughs> I'm like, I've booked punk shows. I was publishing a magazine called Tablet at the time. Um I'm like, I have a ton of friends that do flyers. I'll get a poster designed by someone that does rock and roll posters. I'll get the stranger to sponsor it. I I can up the promotions and marketing for this a lot. Mm-hmm. And there were people are like, sure. Please and I brought do. a bunch of games. And it the first show was great. And it's just built on that every year. Yeah, that's awesome. Word. Yeah. Um, 
What was the attendance at the first one, do you think? A couple hundred people? It was probably about 800 people. Wow. It was yeah. pretty good. That's yeah. great. It was one room in the Northwest Rooms mm-hmm. at the Seattle Center. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly pinball machines. I think there were only a dozen arcade games, um, which half of those were mine. And that's <laughs> back when it was called PAGS. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the pinball and game room show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember it. Was it when it moved to Tacoma that we did the name change? or was it... No, I think we changed it while it was still that, at the right? Seattle Center. Okay. Um, originally, the idea was, I think, behind the game room thing was there'd be more jukeboxes and old electromechanical mm. stuff. and That never really th- happened. That didn't really happen, and the arcade collectors really got involved. And they've been... A so lot like of the them. smack guys, right? Yeah. Seattle Metro arcade collectors. And they became kind of like the backbone of the show in a lot of ways. They brought a lot of games. They volunteered to drive trucks, help set up, break down. They they were uh, almost more than the pinball community, the arcade community really stepped up That's and awesome. made the show really get to where it's at. It's mm-hmm. all about collaboration. Totally. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and so this will be the... Will this be the fourth year in Tacoma or third? Uh, gosh, I think fourth, it's... fifth, maybe you know. No, I think it's the it? third. Okay. Okay. It might. I think we signed a three-year contract with them. It might have been a four-year contract. Okay, so this is near the end of that contract. This then? is the final year of that contract. How gotcha. how the how's the Tacoma Convention Center uh, folks uh, felt about this? You think uh, it's pretty easy for a contract renewal? They're happy to keep this going or they love us Fantastic. um and we love the space it's a great space the mm-hmm. only downside is everyone from seattle kind of complains that right. it's in tacoma yeah yeah but <laughs> we're a little spoiled we are um my argument about why it's a great space is well the layout's great mm-hmm. the, the location's great mm-hmm. great yeah there's free parking nearby. Mm-hmm. i park free the whole weekend yeah, yeah. it's amazing um, there's a couple hotels around there there's food around there good bars around there absolutely um load in is really easy they have uh their loading dock is like at the level of the game floor and we can back five trucks up oh right because it's on that hill mm-hmm. yeah we so- can drive cars right into the venue that's, that's amazing. ridiculous. Like we had the Flintstones car last year. <laughs> that got right. that got, that got that. driven yeah. right in. Yeah, it and actually DeLorean drives. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is you know a forty minute drive from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not too bad. I was going to the show when I lived in Tacoma, like tons of times, and then as soon as I moved to Seattle, like a year or two later, it moved to Tacoma. I was like, really, guys? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm used to traveling for it, and I don't mind. It's worth it. Yeah. Well, and when it was at the Seattle Center. Honestly, I live just north of the U District. It takes 40 minutes to drive You're right. around there, find parking. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. pay 20 bucks to park. It's yeah. it's not actually faster. Well, I would take the bus when I lived in Seattle, and then that's when, when the fun house was open. They would do a beer and a shot combo for $5 if you have your wristband from the show. Yep. Nice, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, I worked yeah. with Brian Foss on that, yeah, actually. Yeah, I figured it was you, <laughs> which is excellent. <laughs> All right, so so give us the pitch for the 2016 uh, show. What's uh, new? What are, what can we expect? Why should people get excited about this one? Aside from all the obvious reasons, this year. So last year we tried to add card games and some extra stuff 
um, to kind of expand it. We'd had pressure to kind of do that. PAX uh-huh. and Comic-Con, the kind of stuff that they do. Um, we decided we didn't want to do that this year. We really wanted to focus on the pinball and arcade game collecting community and the core focus of stuff. Um, so there's going to be... M- the whole space is going to be dedicated just to pinball and arcade games. That's awesome. Cool. Um, the tournaments are going to be expanded. Um, we're going to have a bunch of great games most people have never seen before. All uh-huh. the newest games are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of one-off games that people have been homebrewing um, are coming. Um, it's going to be more just expanded at what we're doing the best at which is pinball and arcade games mm-hmm. stuff. sure sure so like for example some of the games coming are the big lebowski oh gonna yes be there. It's gonna be there. Yeah, yeah that it was a coup to get one of those oh, yeah. so, so nitro uh from tommy floyd uh, yeah tommy floyd from canada they're gonna bring down and his wife suzanne right yeah, yeah. they're gonna bring down a big lebowski i so think they're awesome. gonna bring down a full throttle hayway games nice. is gonna fly out Three, three of them, right? Full throttle oh, words. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, yeah. And the pinball bulbs guys are going to be bringing up one of the Rob Zombie games. Oh, no way. Getting. Wow. Um, we're going to have four or five of the new Ghostbusters games. Excellent. One of those we're going to be raffling off. That's awesome. Ooh. It's that's pretty exciting. Yeah, Seriously. I'd say so. That's more than enough to to get people moving out. And hey, if if you don't like driving from Seattle to Tacoma, it's a great excuse to carpool with friends, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe get a reasonably priced hotel room and share it over the weekend. Totally. Some of um, Team Skillshot will be doing that. Yeah, and you just posted today that the uh, a homebrewed Metallica is going to be there or rethemed or. I, s- I always assume that you... Iron Maiden. Oh, oh, sorry. Gosh. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was just thinking about like what Marco Specialties would bring to it. But yeah, Iron Maiden is going to be there. Yeah. it's uh, And that Pinball Bul- Bulbs guys did that. Yeah. And they converted a, a Stern Rolling Stone to Iron Maiden. Cool. And it looks awesome. It does from the, the pictures. the music sounds great. Incredible. So I'm stoked to play it. That sounds like a lot of fun. Cool, cool. So, yeah, this is uh, June 3rd through 5th, but you probably already know that if you're listening to this on a Wednesday and we said it was this weekend. (laughs) Um, If you can take the day off of work for Friday, that is a great time to go because it's pretty quiet and you just have the run of the place. That's been my experience and many other people's experiences. So, Yeah, Saturday's when all the speakers are going on. Uh There's a lot of stuff going on that day. It gets really full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's more exciting. Sure. Um, but if you want to be able to walk up to a bunch of the games and be able to play whatever you want, Friday is definitely the best day to go. It's like no lines for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the earlier you get there, the better for yeah. sure. You just wander from game to game that you want to play. No waiting. Yeah, it's fantastic. Except uh, for me and Kayla will be at the Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. <all of them. laughs> you might not even play that, a yeah. tournament this weekend. <laughs> uh, so are there any uh, particular speakers that you're excited about this time around? Um, yeah, Mr. Atari is going to be there. Um, the founder of Atari and Chuck E. Cheese's will be speaking. Huh. Oh, wow. And, um, we've been trying to get him for many years. Um, so there's a bunch of great pinball designers, um, and people that do sound and stuff on pinball machines. Um, but Nolan doesn't come out that often, the stuff. So it'll be interesting to hear his story. 
Yeah. For sure. Is he like is he Japanese or is he based out? No. No. Mr. No. Atari, like the guy that founded Atari Games. Yeah. Okay. I always huh. thought that was a Japanese company. Yeah, I assumed it was too. No. Okay. Right. <laughs> what What does Atari stand for? That it, is it a Japanese word then, or is it just? I don't think so. Oh man. I think it's owned by a Japanese company now. Okay. It, it's definitely changed hands many many sure. times. Well, that's cool. But Nolan Bushnell started it back in the, Late I don't know, 70? 77, 76, mm-hmm. um, and then went on to start Chuck E. Cheese's, and he's kind of the guy that was the motivation behind a lot of modern video gaming and that the whole video gaming age. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gonna be a great speaker, and I'm personally excited about Dwight Sullivan coming to the show. Like, <clears throat> he's worked on so many games, including the new Ghostbusters game too. So yeah, he's done, and he's done a lot of the the software updates on some of the newest Stern games, mm-hmm. and people are really excited with the work he's doing. Yeah, that, the Kiss new code seems to be going over really, really, really well. Um, and he worked on like the new WrestleMania code and new Game of Thrones too, I think. Cool. Anytime that you see the initials XAQ, that's Dwight Sullivan. Zach is what it means. I think it's his son or his middle name. I'm not sure. Maybe we'll find out at this at the seminar. Well, I would like to share what I just looked up because yeah. I just couldn't help but but find out. Uh, Atari is a Japanese uh, word. Uh, in Japanese, Atari is the nominalized form of Ataru, uh, meaning to hit the target or to receive something fortuitously. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, I just want to read a little bit more here. Atari is a term used in Go for a situation where a stone or chain of stones only has one liberty and may be captured on the next move. Uh, it can be a verb for the act of placing a chain under Atari, as well as an adjective to describe the status of unit as being in Atari. Calling out Atari during a game is sometimes done by beginners, much like calling out check in chess, but is considered rude by many more advanced players. Anyway. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. A well, I remember like Nintendo was, used to make um, <clears throat> this ancient Japanese card game, and then they went into making uh, video game consoles. I can't remember the name of it. I've played it in Japan. Hanafuda. Yeah. Hanafuda. Hmm. Yeah, they started out making Hanafuda cards and then went into games. That's crazy. Yeah. So have either of you ever played uh, the Atari Lynx? Oh yeah. 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 That was the the one video game. Uh, it's not a console, but you know, it was the one device that we had in my household when I was growing up as a kid. My, oh, okay. my dad liked to buck the curve. <laughs> so, yeah. And he was really close to buying an Atari Jaguar when that came out, but because there wasn't that much support and the games just weren't flowing, he he decided against it much to our dismay. But my old house in Tacoma had like one of just about everything. We had in television ColecoVision, Jag- Jaguar, uh Dreamcast, like oh boy. 2600, like we had freaking everything. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I grew up playing all those. Yeah, yeah. we had a Virtual Boy. Yeah, oh, and then boy, we also the had 10 stand-up book. arcade machines there, too. So Well, well, well. <laughs> it's kind of a nice place to live for a while. Well, so when we first met, uh, I think it was through the like North- Northwest yeah. Punk list. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were like, I live in a house that has arcade games. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, we used to have, uh, we got a, a Tempest that we got for free. Um, Donkey Kong, Tetris, Red Action, uh, Joust, Defender. 
we had a Pong Atari t- cocktail table, um, just tons of stuff. Sprint, Sprint 2 was in my bedroom for a long time. Sprint yeah. 2. It's a racing game. It's a two-player uh, racing game. Oh, very nice. Sounds like my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your house up in uh, North Seattle was pretty awesome, too. Like, are you still in that place? Yep. That's great. I'm building yeah. quite tell, an arcade in my basement. Tell us about your collection now. It's it's going well. Um, I've So I've been collecting games now for probably 16, 17 years. Um. And I'm kind of honing my collection down to the pinball and the arcade games mm-hmm. that I want to own. Um, after having, you know, some games I buy and I just keep for maybe six months or a year until I play it through enough times. And I'm like, ah, that one should move on. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've started to hone my collection down to the games that I want to keep, which is great. What have, what are your uh, two or three most coveted pinball and arcade games that you you currently own? And what arcade and what pinball game would you most likely or most like to get your hands on? Um, my favorite games for pinball machines, I have. Well, Adam's Family is my all around favorite pinball machine, yeah. and, and I have one that's in great shape, and it'll probably be at the show. Nice. Um, your Brita Pinbot, probably. My Brita Pinbot, but I've converted it to a Brita Pinbot 2.0, which is really hard. Mm-hmm. It kicks my ass. <laughs> and my Brita Pinbot was pretty hard to begin with. Yeah. Um, um, but as 2.0, it's hard. Um, it, it should be at the Nitro booth, too, nice. um, because I think they're going to be selling the, the kits at the show. Which is done by Dutch Pinball, right? Yeah. yeah. Who also did the Big the Old Big Basque. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and then my older pinball machine that's my favorite one is Black Knight. The original Black Knight. Nice. Came cool. out like 82, 81, Williams. Mm-hmm. Steve Ritchie game. Yeah. Um, and that was the second pinball machine I bought. And It's a good choice. And I've owned it all along. I've switched out the back glass, the play field. I've been slowly upgrading my game. I've built like probably two or three other Black Knights that I've sold off. Oh, wow. Um, just making mine better. Um, <laughs> uh, and I love that game. Um, and then arcade games, it's Tron and Gravatar, my two favorite ones. And a lot of people don't know what Gravatar is. Yeah, um, but it's a, it's a vector, color vector Atari game. Um, it's got elements of Lunar Lander and asteroids in it where you come down into planets mm-hmm. and shoot stuff. But the gravity changes on every oh. planet. Oh, that's cool. It's cool and really hard. I, you know, when you own a game at home, when you don't have to sink quarters into it, yeah. you kind of want it to be a hard game that right. kicks, kicks your ass a bunch. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. um, if it's too easy, if you can play it through to the end, um, that's not really going to have a lot of replay value in your home arcade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a good challenge. Right. So those are the games that kind of stick with me. Word. Okay, so what are your, your holy grails that you're seeking after? Your white you don't whale. Quite, yeah, what's your white whale? That's the... Medieval ma- I want a medieval madness, hmm. which I think most people do. And you don't care if it's repro or original, no. right? Yeah. So it's a perfect game. <laughs> yeah. Such a um, I like Circus Voltaire a lot, and it's pricey as well. Yeah. Um, Should be one of those coming out on location soon. Yeah. That'll be exciting. Very, very nice. How about an arcade game? 
I think I own all the arcade, arcade <laughs> all, games. All the ones I you really want? want. Yeah. All right, fair enough. That's I finally got an Atari Star Wars, <laughs> and that was kind of the last one that I won. Nice, nice. Oh, to go back, to dial back, back to your uh, pinball origin story, what was the first pinball game in particular that turned you on to, like, really appreciate it was black knight it was black knight then okay so i would go to an arcade in bellevue it was called like triple alliance and then they it sold D &D stuff Uh and it had an arcade side to it so and i played D &D, so i'd buy like dungeons and dragons stuff and lead figures and then i'd go over and play like battle zone and black knight it was all in like the mid 80s um sounds like a magical time yeah and it was it was it was like when williams both for video games and pinball machines were like they were supreme yeah i mean william williams got great i mean their 90s pinball machines i think are the best pinball machines that are made golden era yeah um but but they were already starting to like hit their stride in the 80s um with like Black Knight, Blackout, um, Flash, just, there was just like a string of like really good ones that were coming out like about every six months. And they had, some of them had crossover with their sounds with like Defender and like Firepower and Defender have the same sounds in them. I love that stuff. I was eating it up as a kid. Dream team of designers at Williamson Valley at the time for sure. Yeah. That goes a long way. Absolutely, it does. We're unfortunately not far enough. <laughs> well, um, yeah, once again, Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show is probably this weekend when you're listening to this, uh, and we will hopefully see you there. Uh, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. It's a great time. If you Pro- hear Graham talking behind you, just say hi. Yeah, please do. <laughs> tap me. Well, I guess you wouldn't tap me on the shoulder if I'm behind you. Yeah. But swivel your head <laughs> and say hello. <laughs> um, ditto. For Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan. Say hi to Dan. I'm sure he'd say hi back. Um, anyway, so, you know, let's just, uh, you, you want to jump into Name That Game now? or? Yeah, we could. That, that sounds fine. Yeah, let's do that. We're finally uh, bringing back Name That Game to much fanfare, I hope. Yeah. Uh, so sorry that it's been so long, guys. Hopefully you've been enjoying Last Pin Standing. I have because I get to play along, too. But and then I, we get lots of is- listener emails about like what we missed. Yeah, yeah, we love that. So keep that coming. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. it's not sarcasm. Believe it or not, it's it's nice. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, uh, but this is the second uh, name that game that you've heard this year because I brought it back for the uh, outro for episode twenty-seven that you probably already listened to, but that Kayla and I have yet to record. Ooh. So hopefully that went really well and you had a great time. Uh, anyway. So, Dan, you you understand the the premise of name that game? You said you were uh, you've heard it before. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, we'll be uh, we'll just play a, a sound uh, from a pinball game. Everybody will take one guess, and you know what? Let me grab. Uh, let me see if there's we... the old skill shot that we used to write on right behind your monitor. Right behind my monitor. Mm-hmm. If I didn't throw my back out this week, and I'd lean forward and get it for you. No problem. <laughs> so. Just shuffling around, finding some pens. And... Good podcasting. Yeah. So I'm about, I'll develop this time with saying I'm getting a pinball machine at my house soon, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, what game? Rod Olson offered me a Mustang from his garage for free for an undetermined amount of time. So Excellent. I'm start getting real good at Mustang. That's a tough game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to give each of you a paper. And a pen. 
and then we will shall begin. All right. It's gonna be really funny if we both write down the same answers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, after each sound, we will uh, have one guest submitted a piece, and then we'll move on until everybody has it. So, you got it. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Okie doke. Uh, here we go. Wow, it's really, really brief. Yep, that's how it starts. Nice and hard. It sounds I'll turn familiar it up a little to me. Bit. I have no clue. You don't want to submit a guess this first time around? Want to? No, I don't know. Kayla, it's, do you want? It's funny, you know. I collect games, and I'm really into the hobby, but. <laughs> I'm not actually that great at pinball. I know from when I play <laughs> Kayla, because she kicks my ass. And yeah. I'm not super good at recognizing the sounds. All right. Well, uh, Kayla, do you want to submit a guess? Or... You know what? I will play back the first one. How about that? Okay. We'll play this back one more time. Y'all can consider submitting a guess, and then we'll move on to the second sound. I know it's wrong, but I'll write something down. That's all I want. That is incorrect. See, I told you. I was right about that. I don't even have a guess. Okay, no problem. <laughs> so let's uh, move on to sound number two. Oh, man. They both sound very, very familiar. Yeah, you've definitely played this yeah. game. I'm sure both of you have played this game. I have played it within the last uh, week or two, personally. Uh. And I know that this guess is wrong, too, but it's got a bell, so I'll just go with that. Fair enough. Uh, decent reason for a guess. In fact, I was wondering if that this would that come sound up and would. guessing. And uh, that is incorrect. Uh, that is also incorrect. Man. All right. Sound number three. Here it comes. Some explosions, huh? Jeez. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. This... Maybe we should have been playing it for a while because I'm getting pretty getting rusty, a little rusty on it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I started this one off pretty hard, It'd be, and this helps. You know, I know this game pretty well, so I was I was able to really isolate pick up, some sounds. Exactly, yeah. isolate some difficult sounds. But I think I think uh, fourth, fifth, sixth sound here, uh, one of you is going to get it. We'll see. We'll see. Any more guesses for that one? No. Okay. All right. Here we go. Sound number four. Man. It's like right on the tip of my brain. Mm-hmm. But, um, I feel it's like a late 80s, early 90s game. I think it might be a little older than that. Or maybe a little younger than that. But yeah. Want to take a stab, either one of you? This is so hard. You can at least narrow it down by making a wrong guess. That's true. That is incorrect. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to not guess. <laughs> okay. All right. Was that... I think that was sound number four that we played, so this will be sound number five. Yeah, Man. That's a pretty hard one, too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. Maybe it's sound six. Where I, I kind of felt like sound four might be the first one that really tipped the hand. But was that it, the explosion sounds? No. The... The, the um, bell? Yeah. The... That we heard. Um, any guesses on that one? Is it something on it's something on location in Seattle, huh? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, I will give a hint about that after this next. Sure. Uh, 
Incorrect. Um, I guess this. Yes. Nope. All right. Let's move on. Oh, man. That's so familiar, too. Okay. And so I'll give my my hint here. Uh, Not only is it on location, I believe it's on location in multiple places around Seattle, but it's one of the closest games to my house here. I know that's not particularly helpful for the two of you, but if you think about some of the places that might be around here, I know. Let me see that skill shot again. <laughs> uh, no, that's no, cheating. cheating. <laughs> I'm going to take a look and see if it is. It's probably not even on that list. Is, is this something that like Teddy's or something? Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, it was at this location that may or may not be Teddy's uh, at this time. And as of the last week or two, it still is. Man. I know when you I thought you were going to kick my ass. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I recognize uh, those sounds. I just can't think of the game. Let's uh, roll into the next one here. What the hell? Oh, my goodness. Mm, I got you guys stumped. If we don't get it by the last guess, can we listen to all of them in in sequence? Sure thing. You'll definitely get it by the last guess. And or by the last sound, and the last sound also will be mocking you. So that's yeah. wonderful. Um, oh wait, I know what it is actually. Oh. I'm even gonna make a joke when I write it down. I think that's correct from what I'm seeing. You write uh, that is correct. So yeah. put your awesome. pen and paper down. Uh, Gosh, that was hard. Yeah. What yeah. is it? Uh, well, you we're gonna keep guess, on rolling. So. Oh no! <laughs> yep, yep. Here it comes. Here's your your next sound, Dan. And what are we? Come on, take a stab. I don't know. It's also an Adderall. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I'm going to roll into the next sound. Kind of similar to some other stabs we heard. To be fair, it's not something I've played a lot. Um, oh, really? Really anywhere. I think I think uh, my familiarity with this game is tremendously dependent on... No, that is incorrect. On uh, the on fact that dis- it's so close. Yeah. And our discussion with Bowen, um, when we did, we I asked him questions about this game too when we talked to Bowen on the podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. All these hints that Dan could be using if he listened to our <laughs> podcast more often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so this may be the last sound, or there might be two more. Mmm. <laughs> I don't we're, know. We're it. gonna Probably. take you the whole way through oh, here, man. buddy. All right. Sorry, you want to take a just a quick guess based on that voice that you heard? It's pretty. Doctor Dude? That's no, a good guess. No, that's a pretty good yeah. guess. Um, all right. One more sound. everything. <laughs> so there's a, a male and female protagonist on this game. You missed everything. That's pretty rude, Graham. <laughs> I know, right? I was so happy when I found that. <laughs> I don't know it. All right. Uh, Just a reminder, though. You missed everything. Uh, I did. (laughs) Damn it. The game is, and I think most of our listeners are are screaming, Screaming. (laughs) Red and Ted's Roadshow. Oh. I called it Red and Teddy's Roadshow because it was at Teddy's. Oh, yeah. You know, I never made that connection before. I wonder if that was a conscious decision. I don't know. (laughs) Have you ever seen the photos of the one where they put the funhouse head in there and made it? Oh, uh, really? more like a gay 
Oh, no. Pinball machine. It's down in San Francisco somewhere. Oh, huh. so they replace uh, Red with Rudy? Yeah. Rudy and Ted's Roadshow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Those, All yeah, right. those faces are real creepy. Yeah, they, were, they definitely are. Well, thank you for playing, guys. I'm yeah. glad that I was able to stump you both for so long. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Oh, well that done, was tough. Nice work, me. <laughs> I'll have to calibrate and make it a little... A little less tough, but Kayla, I'm really excited to uh, play the version of Name That Game that yeah. we're going to play uh, in the episode that everybody else has probably already listened to, but we have yet to actually <laughs> do. So another time warp here for the Skillshot sure. cast. Well, um, let's uh, let's wrap up and do plugs then. Yeah, I don't really have much. Um, there's I there's tournaments coming up right now, but you will have missed them because they've already happened. Um, I just got second place at flip flip ding ding last week, which is pretty awesome. What yeah. was your nickname there? Oh, got uh, Kayla's for shizzle. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla's for shizzle. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> Katie's been in this new, uh, exciting trend of giving everyone a nickname. I, uh, that's like, fun. Yeah. <laughs> so you can eat, she, she gives you the option. You can either make your own or she'll give you one. So you probably don't want one assigned to you just go ahead and pick your own. <laughs> so you picked faux shizzle. No, I just want her to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She calls me Kayla's all the time. So yeah, it's just a natural just extension out. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Dan, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, or well, any- of course I'd like to plug the Northwest pinball and our yeah. show. June 3rd through 5th at the Tacoma Convention Center. There's going to be 400 pinball and arcade games. Uh, there's going to be tournaments, vendors. Seminars. Uh, seminars. Tech seminars. If you want to learn. Dan Halligan lookalike contest. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. It's yeah. going to be a great weekend. And I, if you play or are into pinball and arcade games... You, I mean, there's no reason not to go there. It's, mm-hmm. it's right. kind of like our weekend mm-hmm. it's, once it's, a year. It's the family we, reunion. Yeah. yeah. We build once a year for three days. We build the biggest arcade in the Northwest and get to come play. That's so awesome. It's so. totally worth your while. And we hope to see you there. Um, well, I, I guess I'll just uh, give us the usual the usual plugs for the pincast. Uh, and I'd like to mention too, we haven't had a rating or review since December of last year. Oh, so, so it's... if you've been meaning to do that, now would be the time. We would really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, pick up your phones or get to the computer and uh, and give us a hopefully a five star rating on iTunes uh, and write something nice. We appreciate it. It helps us uh, get into new listeners' ears. So please rank, rate, review us. Uh, Subscribe to the Skillshop Pincast through iTunes or Stitcher or on SoundCloud or wherever the case may be for you, your your podcast uh, directory of choice. Uh, and introduce introduce a friend to the Pincast. We would love to bump our listenership. We've had a pretty solid and slowly, steadily climbing listenership for a while, but it's time to level up. We're in year two now, so yeah. it's time to make this really, really real. For sure. Um, write to us at skillshoppincast at gmail.com. We always like to hear from you guys. Um doesn't even matter the subject. Uh, just go off on a rant, frankly. Tell us what we're doing wrong if you want. Yeah, thank you to Aaron McAbee for that awesome email we got from him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aaron Aaron wrote us a fantastic email with uh, words of encouragement and constructive criticism. And, as well as a Skillshot Pincast drinking game. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> oh, right. We'll have to debut that yeah. here sometime. Have a sloppy episode. Um, yeah, uh, like us on Facebook, Skillshot Pincast. Uh, like Skillshot on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Skillshot. Uh, what am I missing here? And I also want to mention this other cool thing that Dan's into, which is 
the world extreme pencil fighting. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. If you've made it this far, you deserve to know that Dan is the what the naughty librarian. I am uh, the librarian. Okay, and then you have naughty librarians with you. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's every third Thursday at Rebar. Yes. <laughs> the World Extreme Pencil Fighting League. I was a uh, a referee for one, I think. Oh, were you? Yeah, I participated okay. a few years back as kind of an ancillary character. Um, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Y'all should check that out. It's a, it's a hoot and holler. For sure. All right. Uh, well, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for getting through a... Uh, uh, a year with us, and we'll say that again. You were, we'll have already said that, so we are saying this again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see you at the show. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Thanks, Dan. <laughs>